1: savings products insured by NCUA investment products are not insured not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value
2: you know that feeling when you walk into your home take a deep breath and feel new well that's what it's like to use Clorox Antibia Our lives are filled with choices. What's not a choice? Addiction to opioids. But even with opioid use disorder, you still have a choice. Choose treatment and choose Change California. Find medically proven treatment options at choosechangeca.org. That time you got home from a week of double shifts and your dog didn't recognize you. Let's go. Hey, hey, it's me. Hey, it's me. Do you want a treat?
3: You want a treat? Oh!
2: You knew it was time for something new. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, you can find jobs with the work-life balance and salary you want. Plus, build a resume and apply to multiple jobs in just one click. Start your search at CareerBuilder.com.
1: This clip is brought to you by State Farm. At State Farm, they know what it takes to insure your home and ride with surprisingly great rates. That's why it's a good idea to consider State Farm. Because with State Farm... You don't have to give up what you love for great insurance. For surprisingly great rates, como un buen vecino. Stay farm stay.
3: I had a friend get me a magnet that says it's not hoarding if it's cool stuff. <laughs> and I hold that to be true. Yeah, Marie Kondo says differently. Everything brings me joy. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry but Yeah, but that's what everyone says. Everyone says everything brings them joy. That's her whole thing. Okay,
4: yeah, but when I stare at that limited edition box of Cheez-Its in the corner of my room, that brings me joy. Or the, or the Pokemon Oreos. Or the Pokemon Oreos that I keep, that brings me joy. That reminds me of my
3: youth. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> listen
1: to the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
5: Hi again everybody, welcome to Crook and Chase, Nashville Chats, Charlie Chase here along with and Crook and uh, today, Ms. Crook, I'm going to allow you to be the one to kind of set up what we're planning to do today because we have just a wonderful lineup of, of ladies and a couple of hairy legged guys thrown in for good measure.
0: <laughs> hey, we wanted to do this because how many decades, Mr. Charlie Chase, have we been in country music? Uh, several. Several. <laughs> yeah, let's not go too far with no, that. No. Several decades and quite honestly, throughout our entire career, it has been the the case that country radio has been dominated by Mm -hmm. the male stars male artists
5: you know i've been in radio for a long time and it it always fascinated me perplexed me i guess is Mm -hmm. the word why there weren't more women in country music in in certain phases you know i Mm -hmm. mean there were times when we had one woman in the top 20 for crying out loud right that doesn't make any sense but there's really no I couldn't put a reason on it. I could I could not find a definitive reason other than, is it the song? Uh, we've all heard mm-hmm. people make analyzations like, you don't want to hear two women back-to-back on radio. Uh, radio. We've heard
0: consultants uh, say that yeah, before, we, yes. You, know,
5: you want to hear the guys and all that sort of thing. So I don't really have a, a definitive reason why mm-hmm. women do not dominate the chart in any form or fashion, but it's good to see that they are making some comebacks here recently. It's
0: been the past couple of years. There has been a a really strong push, a standing up for women in country music by the Country Music Association, by the record labels, the managers. So we will celebrate today the females of country music, some of the all-time greats. And what I love... About what you're about to hear from Shania and Kelsey and Reba, uh, brothers Osborne, Garth and Trisha, is that there are so many layers and so many levels of relationship, interaction, support. The women of country music are just woven into the tapestry in a way that is just going to get bigger and better Mm -hmm. through the years. one of our all-time favorites miss shania twain talk about a game changer Mm -hmm. i think that once she stepped on the stage with her talent and her belly button (laughs)
5: yes (laughs) well uh,
0: that it was always fun to talk about that really things never would be the same again in a good way
5: you go back to the 90s that's when we first met her she was working with us on our music city tonight show on the nashville network and she had just signed a deal and I remember her sitting in the dressing room just shooting the breeze about all the big dreams that she had wanting yeah. to do next thing you know bam she's gone mm-hmm. but she turns out it uh, to be the largest uh, seller uh, I, I guess the biggest seller is what I want to say the biggest mm-hmm. seller in country music as far as ladies are concerned in the '90s and there was millions of albums worldwide oh Incredible. she's
0: broken all kinds of records but The truth of the matter is, and you found this out, Charlie, with your question to her that everyone's about to hear, that there may not have been a Shania Twain had there not been a Dolly Parton. Here's how that worked.
5: I know you were joined recently on stage by Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah. What a thrill that was for her. (laughs) Now, you have to understand, you were in her shoes at one point in, in that part of your career. Was there a thrill moment for you, just like you provided for her?
3: Oh, when I sang with Dolly Parton, yeah. uh, it was on the Oprah Show, actually Oprah Winfrey Show, and it was Alison Krause and Dolly Parton. That was an awesome moment for me. Um, I cried. Uh, <laughs> I was beside myself. She was huge influence on me all my all my music life, all my life. Period. You know, um, songwriting, vocally, mm-hmm. as as a, as an artist, a star. She was just. You know, she was my idol as a female artist. She crossed over, she was um, doing movies, she just did everything. And so gracefully and graciously.
5: After all these years, you're still speechless.
3: I am. I am. No, she really is awesome, yeah.
5: (laughs) She was trying to find the right words there, wasn't she? I think she did. And I think in the long run, the influence of Dolly Parton has filtered through Shania Twain all the way down to now Kelsey Ballerini. Kelsey
0: Ballerini. And boy, has Kelsey been influenced, especially when it comes to songwriting. We met Kelsey back when, I mean, she was just getting out of her teenage years. You know, she had signed her label deal at the age of 19, and she was recording her first album by the time she was about 20. Now, this first album in 2015 called The First Time was amazing because here's this young woman who is just laying out the drama of her entire life. That had to be
5: tough. Seriously.
0: Well, and there was one particular song called Secondhand Smoke. And to this day, I think this is the most raw, the most emotional, and perhaps one of the most meaningful songs that Kelsey Ballerini has ever recorded that she has ever written. And it it feels that way to her this day. Listen. Any pushback from your family? A song like (laughs) Secondhand Smoke, (laughs) Secondhand Smoke. I mean, that really tells the story of your family and what your parents' divorce did to
3: you. Yeah. For me, there was pushback, especially from my mom. But um, uh, what I told her and and what I tell everyone about that song, for me, It was even a fight for me to put it on the record. Like, I didn't even want to. It's a song, I sang it live once and bald the whole time. Like, I I just can't quite get there with it. But, and this is what I told my mom, I said, I remember being 12 and 13 and being in that already awkward time in my life and, you know, having them split up and wondering if that meant that I had to be the same way and... Learning as I got older that that answer is no. So for me, the whole reason that I wanted to put that song on the record is for the 12 or 13 year old that's wondering that and knowing that the answer is no. Yes, you know what I mean? ma'am. Think
0: of the percentage of marriages that end in divorce and the children who are sitting out there feeling like you. This is a big gift you've given them.
3: Yeah, I'm proud of that song, and um, even though I think the only life it will have is being track, I think, number seven on the album, I think that that's a big enough life for it.
5: You know, they they talk about things in life that happen that make you stronger. Boy, mm-hmm. there's a prime example. 19 years old and singing mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, and she understands the importance of it and the power of the music and the lyric, and, you know, she's helping others.
0: Well, this is one of the big reasons why women in country music are so important. They lay it out there. They mm-hmm. do not hold anything back. And I think uh, the queen of telling it like it is
5: <laughs> has
0: to be this lady, Miss Reba McIntyre.
5: You know, uh, whenever we visit with Reba, You can always count on the truth coming out uh you'll understand her stance she's not gonna preach to you but she'll tell you where she stands as uh, i think you found out when you had the chance to visit with miss reba here you go
0: there is nobody better than you than laying out the drama in songs in music videos tv and movies i mean you are just the queen of it but behind the scenes you know, with all the pressures and the chaos of the music business, how do you handle that? Do you, uh, do you just attack the drama in that, or do you run away from it? How does that play out in your life behind the scenes?
4: Well, basically, I pray about it oh, and okay. ask for guidance. Mm-hmm. And I, I need help because uh, I need to know how to handle it, how to approach it, how to deal with it internally. Because when, when you have stress... We all know stress can kill you. It can eat you up from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So if you if you talk about it, if you bare your soul and you say, all right, this is what's going on. When you bring it to the light, the light kind of makes it fade. And it's not as big, bad booger bear that it was before. It's always a team. And God has surrounded me with the best people that I get to work and play with. We have the best time. Uh, That's from the record label management, my team at RBI, everybody, my fans. It's just so wonderful that you get to be associated with wonderful people like yourself and Charlie.
5: Hey, by the way, don't bother Googling Booger Bear. I have, and there's nothing there. Okay. (laughs) But I love that woman. Uh, Uh, I think she would be a wonderful, she may have done this before, I don't know, a wonderful motivational speaker. Oh. You know, just get up in mm -hmm. front of people, especially uh, the ladies. Oh, anybody. I started to say the ladies, but Mm -hmm. no, anybody. I mean, uh, just to hear her life stories and her experience, which is often translated in her music, but to hear it real life from her is pretty cool.
0: She has gone through a lot in her personal life and professionally. She has a lot to say, and and she's very willing to share all of that.
5: I, I told you at the beginning of the uh, podcast here that we have some hair legged guys to throw in here just to yes, talk we about. And, well, see, they were influenced just as much.
0: And I was surprised by, the by that. yes. Yeah, a couple of years ago, the CMA Awards focused on the women of country music. And so behind the scenes, you know, Charlie, you and I are blessed to get to go backstage mm-hmm. at these award shows. And so we were asking Brothers Osborne, you know, hey, the, the ladies of country music are really being put on a pedestal these days. Have they influenced you? I was so flabbergasted, in a good way, to hear what TJ and John had to say about this. Pretty
5: surprising, really. Here we go.
0: Tell us how some of the female artists in country music have inspired you
3: they always put out the best songs you it always it's like for every girl there's like 10 dudes but every time there's a girl that comes out their songs are like as good as the 10 dudes combined you know Aww. they always like historically put out some of the most incredible songs that span you know that can withstand the of time. I, mean, I
1: think that's kind of part of why sometimes some of the girls have suffered at radio is and we've been there with them. It's hard at radio, but a lot of the girls are just more original than a lot of the guys for whatever reason. And if you go, God, spanning the whole history of country, some of the most iconic moments ever from women. Definitely in the 90s era. There was oh, tons the of amazing women in the 90s. Good, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think now what you find is, is amazing artists out there still, but they're, they are, in fact, right. artists. And it's harder to do art. And if you want, it's easier to be cookie cutter in this business as far as having radio success. You're
3: for whatever married to one, John. I am an amazing singer songwriter, amazing artist, uh, amazing piano player, and um, and she did the same thing for her. It's just you know, it's not only in country music. It's hard for females in any genre, anywhere, and but they have to you know. Persevere, they keep pushing. You know, it takes you know, a very tough person to, to make it in this business. But, but when I look back at like our influences, I think for, as far as our influences go, there are as many yeah. women as there are guys. I mean, yeah. you look back. Patty Lovelace, Patty, is, Patty Lovelace is was God, one of my favorite artists of all time. Nonstop, you rate The Dixie Chicks and some really
5: game changers. You got them fired up, didn't you? (laughs) They are
0: so excited. And of course, John was talking about being married to such a great artist, Mm -hmm. Lucy Silvis. She does it all and is a beautiful lady as well. I
5: thought they did a great job of explaining the situation. I think uh, when you talk about guys and their music, I mean, we're talking trucks, beer, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing, sure. And the ladies get more into the emotional side of it, which Mm -hmm. turns out quite often is a much stronger song lyrically and production-wise than... Right, And, and I
0: love the idea that John and TJ put forth there that maybe the ladies of country music have had a, a little bit more difficult time at radio because they aren't cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. They're original. They stand for who they are. And it's always more difficult when you don't blend in.
5: One name they mentioned toward the end there was Trisha Yearwood. Mm-hmm. Now, Trisha has she started out as a demo singer here in town back in the 90s. And it was, I guess, there she was discovered, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, boy, she plays a role in Garth's career that a lot of people, I I don't think they realize. And once you hear this, this clip from Garth, you'll understand – uh, that she is a hidden jewel and has been for a number of years as far as his career.
0: And this surprised me. How long have we known Garth Brooks and 200 Trisha Yearwood? years. Decades, <laughs> decades. And so it, I had just never put all the dots together. I neither. But when Garth and Trisha told us what you're about to hear, that Garth's music wouldn't be his music without her, and that's from the very beginning, I was just like, well, yeah.
5: Yeah. Listen. You talk about the top five vocalists on
1: this planet, Uh, past, present, future. Mm -hmm. I think this woman has to be considered Mm -hmm. to be in that top five. When you think about, let's say, I've been lucky enough to record, let's say, 125 songs in my career. This woman's been singing on a hundred of them. She's as much the Garth Brooks sound as
4: Alan Reynolds is, as Bobby Wood, the piano player, or Chris Losinger, the guitar player that's recorded all those records. All the ones that were hits, I sang on, so I don't know what that means anything. <laughs> but um, So I really, really like singing harmony, and it's not necessarily always a standout part. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it really does blend in, and you might not even know it's me unless you read the credits. You
5: know, I was just wondering, I, I got to check this. How many other songs, artists, different artists, has she worked with where she did the background vocals? Yeah. You know, Just like Vince Gill was. Vince was doing Mm -hmm. Harmony with so many people, you lost track. Well,
0: and that's funny you mentioned that because as Tricia was talking, the first person I thought of was Vince Gill. Yeah. Uh, Vince reminds me that back in the day, his first television interview was with me as he Mm -hmm. was just emerging as an artist. And one thing he said to me was that he enjoyed being a key player much like Trisha was talking about. He didn't necessarily want to stand out above the crowd. He loved the collaboration. He loved working with the pianists and the guitar players and other vocalists. And I remember saying to him, and he reminds me of this as well, I said, Vince, you you are a superstar. You need to stop being so satisfied being a key player. But actually, you know, I was wrong because his his role as such a key player in country music is part of his success.
5: Yeah, and same goes for Trisha Yearwood. Absolutely. Thank Goodness, Garth found her. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have. A hundred. <laughs> Where would
0: he be? He wouldn't
5: have all these records without her. But no, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, just looking at the impact that uh, the ladies in country music—they oh, continue amazing. to have strong impact. I think we have a wonderful new generation of singers on the way up, and more on the way. We've interviewed some, like in the last two or three weeks, some of the rising stars in country music, and we don't want to jinx them by mentioning names and saying, "Oh, you're going to be a star," but we think they are. And I think there's a there's a brand new uh, list of singers on the way. You'll really enjoy.
0: And this will give you an. idea of what we were talking about just a couple of days ago charlie and i interviewed brand new artist with the broken bow record group Mm -hmm. and her name is Lainey wilson yep and she got the chance early last year to do a little bit of touring with ashley mcbride ashley mcbride took her under her wing Mm -hmm. and Lainey told us the story about how after one of the concerts she was on the bus with ashley and they were drinking a little whiskey little whiskey girls (laughs) and uh Ashley said to her, she she took Lainey's hand, and she said, look, you have to promise me something. Everything I'm doing for you, giving you advice, helping you through, answering your questions, when it's your turn, when you're in my position, you have to promise me that you will do the same thing. You will pay it forward, mm-hmm. and you'll help another female artist in country music. So that—that that is the bond that we're talking about here, just the friendship and the love in country music. You
5: know, the term family's been often used, and it's true.
0: It is. The family
5: in Nashville. All right, friends. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please know we have your country covered. You can listen to the Crook and Chase countdown every weekend on hundreds of radio stations across America and stream on iHeartRadio.
0: Of course, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CrookAndChase.
4: I'm Colleen Witt. Join me, the host of Eating While Broke podcast, while I eat a meal created by self-made entrepreneurs, influencers, and celebrities over a meal they once ate when they were broke. Today, I have the lovely AJ Crimson. The official princess of Compton, Asia. Kid Ink and Asia. This
3: is The Professor. We're here on Eating While Broke, and
1: today I'm gonna break down my meal that got me through a time when I was broke.
4: Listen to Eating While Broke on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: When P.T. Barnum's Great American Museum burned to the ground in 1865, what rose from its ashes would change the world. Welcome to Grim and Mild Presents, an ongoing journey into the strange, the unusual, and the fascinating. In our inaugural season, we'll give you a backstage tour of the complex and unusual artifact that is the American Sideshow. Listen to Grim and Mile Presents now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new?